Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Steve Palazzolo, senior analyst, pro football focus, joins us. Steve, what's your number one sports video game ever? Oh, NHL 95. Got to be up there. I preferred the 94 version, but I like your I like where your head's at. I think 95 was like the pinnacle of like, there was like a three-year run and whichever year added one-timers. That was 94. 94. That was 94. They took away okay. blood in 94 though. It, people have tweeted us saying the real heads will tell you that NHL PA 93 was the best of the bunch. I Lights, loved all of blood, them. All I, that I stuff. They, yeah, they got a little bit better every year. So whatever, somewhere in that range. The college football games were all awesome. MVP 05 with Manny Ramirez on the cover. That was, was my awesome. second one, Steve. Look at us on the same page together. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Finally, about yeah. something. Well, I, I hate to break it up, but can you just explain to our listeners the PFF grade for Purdy over Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought, I mean, I don't think Brock Purdy played all that poorly generally, even just from like an eye test standpoint. I think some of his, he missed a few throws in there. I don't know specifically if we docked him on a couple of the misses because he was under heavy pressure. And if I think the pressure affected his throw a couple times, but like that doesn't sound egregious to me. They both scored the same number of points in regulation. Uh, Mahomes interception was worse than any throw that Purdy made the entire time. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think it sounded, I mean, I saw you tweet it out yesterday and, you know, whatever, stirring the people up. I didn't think it seemed crazy watching the game. Opi- I fun. didn't put any opinion on it. I just presented it I, as fact because it is. I wanted you did. To, yeah. You, you certainly did. I mean, I just, I, don't, I didn't watch that game and think, man, that's all on Brock Purdy. And I also didn't watch that game and think, look, oh, man, that was Patrick Mahomes, just another brilliant game from start to finish. At the end it was, right? Like when, when Mahomes is down and he needs a touchdown and you, like, you kind of know what's going to happen, but. I don't know. There was a lot of, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I think that was a reasonable outcome coming out of that game. They both, I think they both played a similar game, even though I think Mahomes is way better, obviously. How much of a, um, of a negative impact on a, on a game score for you guys, on a grade, can one throw like the Mahomes interception have? It's, I think it depends on how many throws you have. I mean, obviously, the higher the volume – it's going to impact things. So if he throws 60 strong. pass attempts and he, he goes like 44 of 60 or something, or 38 of 60, and he has that one bad throw, it won't ding him nearly as much as if he was 18 of 23, but that throw was also on the ledger still, correct? Correct. Yeah, like per- Purdy earlier this year against the Steelers. Was it against the Steelers when he was almost perfect? Uh, probably. Percentage-wise? Yeah, he was great. Yeah, uh, actually, I think it was a different game. But he had he had a turnover worthy. He was like twenty one for twenty three or something, and he had a turnover worthy play that was negated. Uh, could have been Washington, I don't know. But 
it actually affected his grade a ton in that particular game since like he only threw 23 passes and one of them should have been a turnover in the end zone, you know? So yeah, it's just like, it's just like any other stat, you know, the volume does matter a little bit. All right. Here's what I'm going to do next year, Steve. I'm going to give you a list of possible Steelers quarterback moves. And I want you to just start by telling me which one you like the most. Okay. Yeah. So the first one is Pickett comes back and they give Rudolph a contract Two years, $12 million to play with him and compete. The next one is Pickett's back and Ryan Tannehill is here on a one-year, $7 million deal. The next one is Justin Fields comes to Pittsburgh and the Steelers trade a second and fifth round pick to get him. The next two are the Steelers use the 20th pick on Bo Nix or the 20th pick on Michael Penix. The next is the Steelers sign Russell Wilson for the league minimum because Denver's paying his salary. And the last one is the Steelers give Kirk Cousins a two-year, $90 million contract. From that list, which one do you like the most? Oh, I always joke that I want to be an NFL GM, and then you're presented with these options. Uh, probably, I'd probably have to go with the, with the draft. Bo Nix or Michael Penix. Okay, now which I, one of the two? I would lean Nix. Over yeah. Penix, although I don't, I'm not a huge Bo Nix fan. I, I think he could be good. I think I'd rather let some other team figure that out. But I mean, like when they drafted Kenny Pickett a couple of years ago, I said to you guys, fine, draft draft as many quarterbacks as you want, but just keep drafting. And I think that's an okay strategy to just keep going. And just because you don't know, and like, you know, not to use the Super Bowl as an example because Mahomes is an outlier, but. You know what you know what you need to compete, and you know what you're trying to find. It's not just a starting caliber quarterback. So if the goal is ultimately maneuver this team to a championship, you got to. I think you have to keep swinging at quarterback. Every other move is like, <clears throat> all right, can we keep Tomlin's streak alive? Can we be have nine wins, maybe ten? That's what all the other moves scream. You so, know, even like Justin Fields. I don't want to give up a two for Justin Fields. I don't think in the position that Pittsburgh. Why is Why not? Right now. Tell us why. I mean, he's fine. I, I the Fields. I think it's just giving up the two. I think the Fields one actually could have the biggest upside. We are heading into year four of him. The passing hasn't developed as it should, but I, I still think the running ability is special, and that is something. There is something to that, like the ability to take over a game with your legs, and that also creates open throws. It creates uh, easier offense, so to speak. So I take that back. I don't hate the Fields move. I would just try to avoid it with you know if the compensation's too high, but that one might have the biggest upside. It also doesn't necessarily guarantee anything because, again, you know, he was the Bears are moving on from him for potential reasons as well. So, um, but I think the upside still might be there with Fields. Steve, am I correct to infer from the way you talk about just drafting quarterbacks in general that you think the Steelers should pick a quarterback with pick 20, even when compared to all other positions that they could conceivably take? Um, I think, you know, if, if one of the top four guys is there, I mean, that doesn't like mean if it's a take... Marius Mims or somebody outside that top four at pick 20. What's the right the right call, in your opinion, there? If, if you take Mims, I would just say, like, draft another quarterback in the second, third, fourth. When, keep drafting quarterbacks. I mean, there's also nothing that says, hey, the quarterback at 20, you know, a Penix or a Nick definitely is going to be better than, say, Spencer Rattler. You know, I was we just going to say, Rattler in the second or third round or Penix or Nick's at 20, what do you like better for the Steelers? I, I don't mind the Rattler move a little bit later because I think there's still some unknown to his game. You know, two different systems. I think a bit of a challenge playing at South Carolina. I think I think the big, the most important thing I think GMs can do at quarterback is to 
and not not be too confident in their evaluations, um, which is the opposite of what they're hired to do, right? I'm one of the top 32 decision makers in the world. I know how to find quarterbacks. But you have to be, you have to have a bit of humility there and just say, I don't know. And who knows? You don't know when you're going to stumble into the next guy, the next Dak Prescott in the fourth or, you know, Brock Purdy in the seventh or whatever it might be. So you got to, you got to keep taking chances because it's so important to get it. Steve, Palaz- right. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus. Great opinions on sports video games today. Thank hey, you, thank Steve. You. We'll talk Thanks, to you again next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.